Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Winter Solstice, whatever it is that you celebrate, we are happy to have you here with us at the Die by the Sword podcast. Now, before we get into this year's holiday special, we do want to give our usual shout-out to Midnight Syndicate. Once again, this year, we are featuring their Christmas A Ghostly Gathering album. You can check out their music at MidnightSyndicate.com, and go ahead and check out the Legions of the Night Club while you're there. I am a member of that Legions of the Night Club. It comes with exclusive 25th anniversary merch, uh, giveaways, behind-the-scenes content, early access, and much, much more. We also want to give a shout-out to Sword Coast Soundscapes for those awesome ambient sounds. show just wouldn't be the same without those. You can always check out our website as well, diebythesswordpodcast.com. Get yourself some merch, uh, check out some cast bios, see the few character sketches we do have on there. We are looking to update some of those character sketches, so be on the lookout for those into the new year. All right, let's get into this holiday special. Once again, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and we hope you all have a very happy new year. Everybody, happy holidays! Hey, Merry Christmas! Hey, Merry Christmas! Happy holidays! You know, whatever floats your boat. Happy Hanukkah! Happy Winter Solstice! Happy Kwanzaa! Happy Festivus! I'm sure, there's a lot more that I'm forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> now I know why people stick with Happy Holidays. It's easier. That's right. Umbrella term. <laughs> All encompassing. Mm-hmm. So what you guys doing for the holidays? Same thing we do every year. Try to take over the world? Yes. Eat menudo and tamales? <laughs> well, tamales. I don't like menudo. Oh, that's right. You, uh, yeah. Forgot about that. I mean, always willing to retry it, but every time I've had it, it is not for me. Oh, it's so good. I can't wait. So are you making menudo for New Year's? I'm actually probably going to buy it because the few times I've made it, it stinks it's up been, the whole house. Well, it does. Yeah, that. <laughs> and then it's come out like, okay, but not as good as like, I could probably buy it at a few different places around here. Better than some of the places, but not as good as like the good places. I don't know that I've ever had Menudo. What? Nope. Oh, Me either. God. I'd be willing to try it. Just never had it. I've only had it once, and that was a long time ago, so I can't remember what it tastes like. Tastes like heaven. (laughs) You put a little lime in there. If heaven was made of guts and feet. (laughs) I mean, it's not? (laughs) Whose feet are we talking? (laughs) Pig's feet. I mean, I'm sure it can't be any worse than haggis. Uh, That's probably true. 
It's like haggis soup. <laughs> no, I've had haggis. I distinctly remember haggis, so it can't be <laughs> anything like that. <laughs> but hey, the fried haggis we had this last time, not so bad. Because you like, fried it. You fry anything, yeah. I'll fry my shoe, and it'll probably be passable. Yeah, that's probably true. Keith, what you do for Christmas? I get to spend them with the in-laws. Oh, is that good they're or coming, bad? That's uh, all right. It's um, all right. They're coming from Kansas City, so they'll be here for a week. Oh, are they staying with y'all or? Yeah. Uh-oh. Yep. So I get to babysit the in-laws a little bit. Nice. That's a, it's nice, but it's also kind of rough. Cause like, no matter who they are, like, even if you really love the person, like having somebody just disrupt your routine for a whole week is like kind of, it can be a little stressful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, last year, if you remember when Southwest whole system went down, they were oh, here. Yeah. And so they oh, stayed here three extra days. Oh. oh, wow. Yeah. So by that time we were like, get out. <laughs> <laughs> like, have you considered renting a car? I, uh... Right. Yeah. It's not that far to Kansas City. Go ahead. Yeah. It'd be planes, trains, yeah. and automobiles. <laughs> yeah. So, but no, it should be, it should be fine. It should be good. But yeah, I'm just staying here and, and spending the time with them. Right on, right on. Fun times. I'll actually have my family up here this year, uh, but they're staying in an Airbnb, so they're not actually staying at the house. Where's your family from? Uh, my mom lives in Waco. My sister and brother-in-law live in Houston. And oh. my nephew lives in San Marcos. Gotcha. So from all around Texas. Yeah. I will be going to Texas, to Houston, Texas. Staying with the in-laws. Mm-hmm. Should be fun. Oh. So you'll be the imposition. <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> the imposition. Normally that's us. Uh, we normally go to Houston for at least Christmas or Thanksgiving, but this year it didn't work out for either one, unfortunately, to go to the in-laws. Yes, and no one expects the freckled in, in position. I mean, inquisition. Yeah. <laughs> in position? <laughs> so something else fun we're doing for the holidays is we're doing a holiday special. Oh, yes. Yay. This is true. Yay. Yeah, this isn't is... a normal show. A time to be happy, but also a time to be sad because we're missing our buddy. We are. Daniel True. could not join us for this episode, but hopefully he'll be back for the next episode. Yes, because we will need him <laughs> for the next episode because we're trapped with him. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, I can always write characters out, you know, just saying. Well, I mean, we, we don't die. Don't die. We don't know when next week's going to drop, so no spoilers. It's true. This one jumps up to the front of the line. Well, it does. only because there's a holiday coming up. Yeah. Right. Oh, it, yeah, that's true. It has a specific time of year for this one to release. Unless we do it in like February for uh, Lunar New Year. True. <laughs> but the theme of this one might be a little weird if we do it for Lunar New Year. True. Now, had we done like the werewolf stuff with you know full moons and stuff, that might have been good for Lunar New Year. Oh yes! <laughs> oh, that was good. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Some of them might have actually released around that time. I don't know. Oh yeah, huh? I don't keep track of 
when all these release actually i do i have a whole spreadsheet of when they've like release dates are but doesn't mean we always follow them but i've got that that tracker when they release yeah yeah we're getting sometimes we're close <laughs> we try we're busy people and editing takes a long time <laughs> if you remember if you remember yes <laughs> But yeah, the other unique thing about this episode, besides it just being a uh, holiday special, I'm not actually running this episode. What? GM. Mm-hmm. I finally get to play. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so John will actually years. be taking the reins for this one. Yes. So it'll be slightly different, but hopefully just as fun. But John's got Absolutely. experience, so don't worry. Don't worry, everybody. We're in good hands. <laughs> yes. So if this episode crashes and burns, blame John, not me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So. But this should be good. It is a Christmas themed special as well. So everything is Christmas themed as well as all the characters are, well, Christmas characters, sort of. Well, that's sort of absolutely Christmas characters. I only see one controversial one on the list. I still and I think that's been settled. Huh? <laughs> I still say he's a Christmas character. Oh, no, it's been settled. It's been settled by the um, Council of Nicaea, I think. <laughs> we had to go that far back? <laughs> yes. yes. It's very official. Very, very. So I guess we can kind of go into... Or do we want to explain our characters now or explain them as they come up in the story? There is a point in the story where they will uh, be able to introduce themselves. But just to get everybody into the mood for this, you all are traveling. You are traveling uh, through towns and the countryside, and you're actually approaching a town called Amber Shandy. And it's very, very late. You are looking for lodging and trying to find a place to stay. And well, Amber Shandy is not a huge place, but they do have an inn called the hearth and the harp. And that is where you find yourself. And each of you has a lovely little room all to yourself for the evening so that you can pass the time in Amber Shandy. So we're in four separate rooms. You are in four separate rooms. Can I have the first floor, please? No. Okay. They're all upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> you afraid of heights? And li- <laughs> listener, you will, you will find out why he's afraid of heights later. <laughs> <laughs> you are in a lovely little inn. Inside your room, you see you have a nice, neat little bed. A stool next to the bed that has a small unlit candelabra on it. There's a trunk for your things at the foot of your bed. And a coat rack which you can hang your clothes on. There's a window with a small latch. Both sides of it will swing open, but it is a very, very tight fit if you want to go out that window. Please pay your bill. (laughs) I instantly look inside the trunk that's in my room. What's Give in your me trunk? A perception roll. Oh. Twelve. 
12. Oddly enough, what you see inside this trunk is some very old clothing, uh, both men's and women's. These are bedclothes, in case you have forgotten yours. Hmm. Perfect. I throw all of them out, and then I climb inside the trunk. That's my bed. <laughs> I'm sure you'll look lovely inside of that. Everybody else is also probably getting ready for bed, so you will be changing into your lovely little nighttime attire. And you hear a bump. A thump. Ooh. Ooh, we got sound effects. On the eve of winter solstice, night before Nicholas Day, lay in their bed, many sleeping, awaiting tomorrow's hooray. Thump goes the door. And then on the floor, but with not a voice to be found, you raise your head to get out of bed and give you a good look around. Thump. At your door, you'd heard it before, a most sudden and awful fright. You lay bundled, and so then fumbled, to free yourself in the night. Thump goes your heart, and then with a dart, you gather your things that are astrew. When the door knocks once more, just like before, what do you think you will do? Thump, what do you do? Hey, who's making all that noise out there? You listen I mean, carefully, but you don't hear right. anything. So I'm going to take one of my javelins and slowly open the door. All right. You reach out. You grab the knob. What are the rest of you doing? Getting increasingly angry in my, uh, in my room if this noise doesn't stop. It does not stop. It's very rhythmic. It's continuing. My character is putting the pillow over his head, trying to block out the sound because he's trying to sleep. Hey, if I have to tell you one more time, I'm coming out there. (laughs) It is relentless and will not stop. As I hear the banging, I'm lifting the lid of this trunk just so my eyes can peek out, staring at the door, getting increasingly angry. It's still bumping and thumping. Maybe more urgent. It wants you to open the door. Well, I'm trying. I've got the door. I'm creaking the door open. Javelin ready. It's beginning to open. What do the rest of you do? I will stealthily move to the door and stealthily try to open it. Okay. I'm just going to go to the door and swing it open. Be like, I swear to God, if if you don't stop. And the door is like just swinging wide open. Yep, same same with my character. He throws off the pillows. Who is that making that noise? Throws the door open. You open the door, and standing before you, or flying before you, is a wooden sword. And it moves in towards you. What do you do? Wait, is this just him, or all of us get the wooden sword? All of you. A wooden sword in front of your door. And it's just levitating there? <laughs> Yes, it is. And it's moving towards you. It's not levitating. It's moving towards you. Picking up speed. Is it like trying to stab me or is it just coming at me? Like, Oh, yeah. Is it stabby end or like, yeah, is it vertical or horizontal? At first it was vertical and now it's moved forward. It is pointing at you. Initiative rolls, please. I rolled an 18. 18. Okay. 
I've got a 12. I have 19. And I have an 8. So, we have... Which which is your character uh, with the 18 is... Who? 18 was Gary. Gary? Oh, yeah, sorry. Okay. 12? That was me. Other Gary. Okay, and Philip? 19. Or is it 18? I already lost it. I think you said 19. Yep, it was one above Gary. We'll go with Philip. Okay, 19. And. uh, I was an 8. 8. Alright, so. Alright, so the swords actually get to go first. Uh, So the sword is going to simultaneously all at once slash forward for all of you how dare they <laughs> what the heck what's the, what's the problem with this end bro <laughs> <laughs> okay so starting with uh philip uh i'm sure your sword misses with a six it does miss with a six yes mm-hmm. uh gary a 23, Gary Garcia. Oh, that will hit. Uh, so you take four points of slashing damage from this sword. Oh, dang. Gary, oof. I critted on yours. Of course you did. <laughs> Payback. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's a crit. See? <laughs> Roll to confirm. Rolling to confirm. I think it's a miss because I only got a 12. That is a miss. So it still hits, but it's not a critical. So lucky you, you get five points of slashing damage from the sword. Okay. Keith, this sword is going to slash at you with a 10. So I'm assuming it misses. Ooh, that's a miss. All right. So the swords have done their damage in the middle of the night. So, Philip, what do you wish to do? Does it... So, is it gone? No. It is still there, ready to thrust again at you. What do you do? Can I grab it? You can try. Give me a strength roll. A strength or... Or acrobatics or athletics to try and get it, get a hold of it. I was... Or you could try to do just a grapple check. I wonder if it was one of my maneuvers. CMD CM- or CMB. CMB, CMB. versus the, the sword CMD. So I'm going to roll my C, uh, CM whatever I just said. CMB. And that is an 18. Ooh. Be against the sword CMD. All right. So it's uh, CMD is 14. So... You actually grab it, and it jerks you into the air. Oh, it's strong. Yes. Okay. Hmm. You're dangling. You're dangling about three feet in the air. What do you do? Can I try and break it? Snap it? It's wooden. It is wooden. You could try. I think that one might be a strength check since I've already got it. But do I do I have to wait on my next turn to do that? You will have to wait till your next turn. Yeah, because you well, want to use your standard action. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm you're in the just, air. Yeah, I'm just floating, floating by. Floating there. My fear of heights is starting to kick in a little bit. <laughs> Not only are you on the second floor, but now you're above the floor. All right, so don't fall, Gary Garcia. What are you All doing? Right. So I'm in my room, so I can't really see what he did, right? So no, I can probably just hear him like <laughs> struggling. Do I notice anything holding the sword? I mean, is it like can I see a shimmer or anything like that? Give me a perception roll. Oh, all right. Let's uh, let's roll that beautiful perception. Let's see. How I see perception listed as my skill, but how the hell do I roll it? Oh, there it is. Twenty-two. Hmm. You don't see anything holding it, but you do see a card attached to a string on the handle. I'm gonna. What the fuck is this? I'm gonna reach for the for the card. Uh, give me a give me a dex roll to see if you uh, get it to if you reach it. Dex or acrobatics? Acrobatics work. Okay, that is a ooh god twelve. A twelve. You almost had it. And you can definitely see the word Mark on it. Like sucker? No. It just <laughs> says Mark. That's all you could read when it flew away. Alright, so I'm just like, who the fuck is Mark? <laughs> and I think that's all I could do pretty much right now. Yeah. Yes, you did. Gary, what are you gonna do? Uh this thing's in my face attacking me, so I'm going to reach for my great axe and uh, swipe at it. Okay. It's a 20, not natural. It's definitely a hit. For 12 points of damage. Ooh. Ooh, with a resounding thud, you heard wood suddenly being smacked very hard. All of you hear it. But that sword bounces back and goes back into the air. Keith, what are you doing? I think I will also try to perceive my sword to see uh, just why it's there and what it's what's causing it to levitate. Okay. Okay. Perception of fourteen. Fourteen, a little bit better. You do not see anything there. You do see the. Um, card attached to the sword okay so i see the card as well may i cast a uh, mage hand to try to go around the sword and grab the letter and bring it back to me oh sure creative okay so i will i will try to do that then uh do you have a sleight of hand or anything like that let's see sleight of hand if not, you can use stealth to try and see if you can do this sneakily without it noticing you grabbing it. Gotcha. At advantage, because it's an invisible hand. I don't see a sleight of hand, so maybe use the stealth instead? Yes. Okay. So stealth roll would be a 18. You snap the cord on the tag, and it flies over to you. 
And it says, to the ungrateful, from Mark. So, okay. <laughs> Perfect. <He's> so ungrateful. <laughs> right. <laughs> what? We can figure out what we did to Mark. I know, right? <laughs> All and right. with that, the swords decide to slash at you again. So, Philip, again, it misses with a seven. Yes, it does. Gary Garcia, we got a critical hit, unfortunately. <laughs> You're going to kill us in the end room, so something is, this is where it's going to end. <laughs> but you were in luck, because I rolled a 13 on the second one. Oh, uh, So, you only take two points of slashing damage. Gary Oath? A 23. With two points more of slashing damage. Okay. And Keith, the sword whiffed and missed. It rolled a one. Let's see what else happened. Perfect. Roll to confirm. I, I yanked it so hard that it it, it doesn't make it off kilter. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, its second attack was a twenty-one, or the second roll was a twenty-one. That, that hits. Yeah, that hits. So it's just a fumble. It's just a miss. Okay. Not a perfect. not a fumble. No fumble. Got it. So I do I do have the crit and fumble deck ready just in case. Yes, we will need that, because I don't have that. <laughs> All right, so, Philip, what are you going to do now? That you're in the uh, air still. Okay, well, and I this mean, thing is trying to find, hit you. Everyone's perceiving these cards, so little tiny bitty metagaming. I'm going to try and see if I see this same card. Uh, you can very easily see this card because you've got the handle and it it's flapping at you and it definitely says to the ungrateful from Mark. Okay, well then I'm going to go with my original plan and try and snap it. Okay. So what is that? Strength check? Strength check. 22. Uh... With a loud crack, and you hear the rest of you hear a you know a booming sound as the sword snaps in two, and Philip, you fall to the ground. Okay. I don't think that I can do anything else because uh, I don't have. Can I see anybody else having trouble with the sword? You can't see them, but you can hear people making noise in the hallway. Okay, so I'm going to chunk this to the ground um, and just start making my way. I'm going to go to the left. To the left. Yes. And I'm going to move 20 feet to my left. What do I see? What do I stumble upon? 20 feet to your left, you see another door with Gary Oaf fighting a small sword that is trying to stab him. Okay, so I uh, can't do anything right now. Uh, I just look over and what do I see when I see Gary Oaf? Uh, You see a probably about 
four foot tall green lizard looking type creature, a kobold with a white mohawk. Okay. And is he attacking this sword? And okay. laughing, well. probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just look over there and part of me doesn't want to stop to help because kobolds, you know, they're not always the most lawfully good like me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But someone Woo. is in trouble, so I'm going to stick around and maybe next turn I'll help. Okay. Mm. All right. Well, Gary Garcia, you're up next. What are you doing with your sword? <laughs> Ooh, that's personal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, you know, I'm going to keep on trying to snatch it because this is kind of, this is making pretty angry. I'm not going to lie. And uh, I almost had it last time, so. Just gonna give me that fucking thing. Try to snatch it up again. So, what was that? A uh, acrobatics check? Was it? I forget. Uh, if you're gonna re- reach up to get it, yes. I think we determined it was gonna be a CMD. Yeah. If, if you're trying to grapple it, it'd be a CMB. Oh, just the note that that, that I saw. Oh, just the note. You, that's acrobatics. If you okay. wanna grab that. All right. Oh, that, that's a 28. Oh, you easily grab it, snatch it away. The sword flies away from you, but aims back pointing at you. That's what I thought. Give me that. And so I'm going to look at it. It says to the ungrateful from Mark. All you guys hear is ungrateful. <laughs> <laughs> And we're moving on to Keith. Okay. Oh, excuse me. Wait a minute. Gary, sorry. I missed you there. Oop. Gary, <laughs> oh, what are you doing? Your little cobalt thing, you. Yeah. Take a, another swing with a great axe at this wooden sword. And that is an 18 to hit. That is enough. And that is 14 points of damage that time. You smash the sword in two, it falls to the ground in a clutter. Bang! And stay down. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Keith, what are you doing? Okay. So I got the note, and it said about the ungrateful. So I'll, I will uh, grab my dagger out and try to hit it. Okay. Attack is a 20, not natural. Definitely a hit. Okay. For four points of damage. Uh, you have knocked a, a, a chunk, a, a little bitty chunk off of the sword, and there's some splinters flying away, but it is still there, still flying. Gotcha. You've okay. now created little mini swords that are going to come attack you. <laughs> Yes. The splinters just spawn into other like little Ooh. daggers. And they're going to spin around and come at you. <laughs> toothpick to death. And now the two swords uh, are going to attack Keith and uh, Gary. So Gary, a 15, comes slashing at you. Oh, okay, that's going to be a miss. Keith, the sword swings at you for another miss at a six. Woo! I'm getting lucky. Yeah, I'm just like, knock it off. (laughs) (laughs) Philip, you have walked in on the kobold destroying the sword. What do you do? 
Well, he doesn't need my help anymore. So I look at him and say, Common, we're going to find more people if I still hear ruckus. And then I'm going to keep going. What about the CD changer on the trunk, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next room you come to is a little ways further down. Uh, this is Keith's room. Okay. Is the the cobalt following? First of all, do I see the the note on there? Oh yeah, <laughs> you have. I don't know if you saw it yet. Yes, you do see the note attached to the hilt of the sword that is on the ground. Give me a perception roll, though. 23. You see that the sword is covered in runes. Ooh. Like fancy swords. And the note attached to the sword says, To the ungrateful, from Mark. Sad. Uh... When I get to my turn, I'll probably follow. Okay. Okay, so yeah. Uh, going uh, that way to uh, just, I guess, stand next to somebody else while they break the sword and I do nothing. But. Mm, yes. <laughs> Could be. You arrive at Keith's room. Keith, what are you doing? So, I mean, he sees me there. He sees uh, a very Grinch like character, but known as the Grunch. So he sees me there, and he's just very irritated looking. I'm trying to sleep, and this thing attacked me. Can you help me? I think you just have to swing it at once. It's very weak. Well, I did that, and I hit it, but it didn't stop. (laughs) I didn't didn't make a move action. Since I didn't, can I do it? Uh, You moved from one room to another. Not move action, standard action. Uh, You have not done a standard action, no. So... I take the javelin and I smack it. Give me a smack. And then also give the sword a smack as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then the sword in game one as well. <laughs> okay, so I don't think that I hit with a six. No, you did not. Yeah. You, your, your, your javelin went flying away and the sword just kind of well, sort of no, like... No, mm-hmm. I'm doing it in melee. You can do both with the javelin. Yes. And so you you tried to poke it. It 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 did not like being poked and moved away. Yeah. <laughs> so so just hit it, huh? Just just hit it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I I I snap mine in two. Can you snap yours in two? <laughs> do you see all these splinters? It's it's in three or four pieces now. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yours broke apart. So, uh, Gary Garcia, what are you going to do with your sword now? Let's see. If I wanted to try to grab the handle of it, is that possible from my angle? It is possible. Then uh, I'm going to try that. Let's let's do that. Okay, it's going to be a grapple again, so you need to do the CBD. <laughs> Hit this pen. Hit this pen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, right, right. For this. <laughs> well cmb yeah cmb Cash money yes. brothers yes combat maneuver business yeah there we go uh, let's see 
Which one is C and B on this form? So uh, under your attack, where it says maneuvers, you'll see combat maneuver bonus. Oh, there it is. Yep. Sorry. All right. We are at a... Ooh, 19. 19. Uh, that is successful. You do have it. All right. And so that's my so, that's my action, right? I'm like, yeah, finally got you, little fucker. Yes, and it is trying to get move away from you. So it might try to lift you off the ground. It's it's trying. We'll see. All wait, right. wait, 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 yeah, wait. We'll see. I'm in full plate, and it lifted me off the ground. How come he doesn't get lifted off the ground? <laughs> it's not its turn yet. <laughs> and he's not afraid of heights. <laughs> <laughs> So, and the sword is actually going to go ahead and go again, make its attempt. Uh, first off, the sword that is attacking um, the Grunch is going to continue to just attack the Grunch. It is ignoring Hans. Uh, an 11. That's a miss. I got the weak, the sword the weak feeble sword. You got a weak feeble sword, yes. <laughs> The other sword is going to continue to attack Gary's character. He's first going to try to break away from the grapple. Uh, what would be a breaking away a strength? Uh, you could do another uh, CMD, CMD against his CMD, or you can use Escape Artist. Uh, we'll use Escape Artist. That'll be more fun. Cool. So a 14 on Escape Artist. And he's beating my what? CMD. CMD, okay. So my CMD, and I have to roll that. Let's see what we're going to get here. Your CMD is just, it should just be a number. You don't roll anything for that one. Yeah. Kind of like AC. Right, okay. It's a total is 20. Oh, it does not escape. Yeah, that's yeah what so I it thought. continues to fight. <laughs> so it is trying. So the uh, Kobold and is arriving at the other room where the Grunch and Hans are looking at the sword trying to kill the Grunch. What do you do? Well, so I'm, I've got the pieces of the sword that he said had runes on it, and I've got the note, and the others can see that I'm slowly trying to sound out what the note says. Uh, so he's got him in his arms, in. like in in the bunches, and he's just reading as he walks. Yeah, basically. And it's not going well. To Re- reading is not his strong suit. <laughs> to Tahi, unfur. Yeah, that's what's going. But he turns the corner and sees another sword in here attacking someone, and. He throws the sword he has just he just drops it and grabs his great axe and goes to attack the other one. Okay. Uh, that's an eighteen to hit. That is a hit. Where did it go? There it is. For thirteen points of damage. Uh you do some hefty damage to the sword, but it is still flying. It's not as weak as it looks. So the Grunch looks at him and says, look, that's, that's how you do it right there. That's how you do it. See? 
And with that, it's Han's turn. What are you going to do? Swing immediately. (laughs) (laughs) At the sword or at the grunge? (laughs) At the sword closest to the grunge. (laughs) (laughs) Like my sword at the grunge. Still no good. Eight. Definitely a miss. <laughs> now for the grunge, since you're in the room. Mm-hmm. What do you do? All right. <laughs> so, I mean, he just, he just nods his head. Just, wow. That's, that's terrible. And then uh, he grabs his dagger and swings, trying to upstage his friend or his, this person that he walked in. So let's see. If we Friend can is a it. loose term. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that is a uh, critical 23. Definitely a hit. Roll for <laughs> confirmation. Okay. Uh, it's only a six. So just a hit. Okay. Not critical, not critical but yes. Okay. Four, four more points of damage. Wow, the grunch is in luck because that is exactly what is necessary in order to kill this sword, which then falls to the ground. Nice. Okay. That'll teach you to mess with my sleep. Ah, you killed it. So, Gary, you're all alone in your room. What are you doing with the sword that you now have? <laughs> Grab I'm going to take it. Wants to, get, wants to escape. All right, yeah, so I'm wrestling with a sword, and I'm just going to try to just ram it through the nearest wall. Okay, this is going to be a uh, strength because it's going to try to resist it. So give me a CMD roll. A CMD roll? Okay. I think it's CMD. Wait, no. My CMD is strength. Pack. CMB. CMD. CMB. All right. Yeah, CMB. Gross. It's a ten. That is not enough. The sword is resisting and it is not going into the wall. Okay. The sword is going to attempt to escape again. uh, With a 15 this time, which means it is not escaping. So what do the rest of you do? I mean, is, is he keep going down the hall or was he to my right? So I have to go all the way back. No, he's in the next room over. All right, so we head on over, I guess. Mm-hmm. Are there runes on this sword, too, that was attacking the Grunch? Yes, yes, they are, and they're the same. I start collecting all the pieces, but then follow them. You arrive at the room, and you see Gary's character trying really hard to hit the sword into the wall and keeps missing. It's like, hey, is this one of yours? What are you guys? Philip, what do you want to do? <laughs> Hans, I what are you am doing? Concentrating the hardest I've ever concentrated in my life to hit this stupid sword. <laughs> <laughs> and the grunge behind him, he's like, he's hitting Gary, Gary's character. He's like, watch this. Watch it. Oh, oh, oh. It is a. Natural 20. Ooh. 22 total. Roll to confirm. 16. That is not enough. Unfortunately, oh, well, it's, it's a just hit. a hit. It's a hit. And I hit it for 
five points of piercing damage. You do some damage to it, and it is still resisting the other character's grip. So, not very good. It's continuing to to fight. So, so Gary Garcia, what do you do? Uh, I'm going to try the same thing. I'm going to try to ram this thing right through that wall again. Okay. Uh, it was the CMB, right? Yeah. Yes. Right, here we go. Yep. Damn it! It's a twelve. Nope. Not enough. It keeps resisting. And it's side question: Do I know who a mark is? Give me a knowledge local. Knowledge local. All right. Can we all give knowledge local to see? Yes. Any of us know it? Yes. Uh, 11. The grunt rolled a 19. Oh. I, I don't have knowledges. Sorry. Hans <laughs> <laughs> is new here. He has no knowledge of this area. <laughs> I know Stripe doesn't either. <laughs> okay, so none of you have an idea, but the Grinch has an idea. Magnus, the guy who runs this inn, he would know who this Mark person is. Okay. Magnus. Okay. So, Gary, what are you doing with your... uh, You've tried to do the sword. It didn't happen. So, uh, the kobold. Strike. What are you going to do? I walk into this room, see another sword flying in the air. I drop all the pieces of swords that I have and then go for the the great axe attack on the the sword that's flying. Ooh. 23 to hit. Oh, it's definitely a hit. I'm very angry with this thing for waking me up. (laughs) 13 points of damage. Hmm, you do some massive damage to it, but it is still able to fly and drag Gary a, a little further around the room. Keith, Grunch, what are you doing? Okay, so uh, the Grunch has his dagger out. So, I mean, he walks up to it and he says, let's let's get rid of this thing so we can go to sleep. And uh, he <laughs> attacks it. That's a good bit. I like how the Grunch just wants to get back to sleep. <laughs> that's his whole thing. That's that's a, in the backstory, it says, uh, that's his whole thing is to uh, try to get Christmas back so he can go to sleep. <laughs> get a good night's sleep yes <laughs> alright so he tries to hit the sword that's carrying Gary around for 17 uh, you obliterated the sword it is no longer fighting it's half of it f- falls to the ground the other half is still in Gary's hand nope nice hey good fucking work pal <laughs> I owe you one no problem now, who the fuck put these swords at our doors? Mine said Mark. Does you know a Mark? Hey, I'm Tony. I don't know no Mark. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> Tony. <laughs> well, Tony. <laughs> That's funny. So, if none of us knows Mark, do we know someone who does know Mark? 
I don't know. I don't know, but I'm going to get my money back right now. Waking me up in the middle of the night. Who's with me? <laughs> He's going to yeah. go carrying on this innkeeper. I don't appreciate these swords coming to my door in the middle of the night. I want to speak to the manager. <laughs> so the grunt says, I know who runs this place. Let's talk to Magnus. He'll know who Mark is. That's. Yeah, let's talk to Magnus. What this say? I take the card from him and say, oh, what did it say? I forgot. You've been a bad boy. Love Mark. What did it say? That, that's a set <laughs> to, to the, the ungrateful. ungrateful. <laughs> yes. It says Love to Mark. the ungrateful from Mark. Okay. Do you know, do you know Mark Exenman? No. And then he picks up a piece of the sword and points to the runes. What's this say? This is very much harder to read. Um, does anybody speak runes? <laughs> I don't. Let's see. What would I'm that? Sure none of you. What would that check I was be? Say, what would that be? <laughs> is it linguistics? Is it magic? Is it what? It's actually would be linguistics. I only speak common and goblin. So it doesn't help. Nine. Yeah. And I don't have, I don't, the grunge doesn't have languishes either, so he can't help. So it is unknown. I do like, see, I I didn't put this character together that my languages are common and goblin. And it's, it's, I don't know how well I'm doing with my accent, but it's German. (laughs) So I like that goblin and German are synonymous. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> it's fitting. Scary though. Yeah. Mine are common and draconic. I have cat folk, common gnome, and goblin. If any of you have knowledge arcana or knowledge history, you might want to try rolling that. I know nothing. the The Grunch has knowledge arcana, so let's try that. Oh, a 27. You can't read the runes directly, but you can t- see that they are in a sequence that allows it to fly. Okay. So, uh, and come to life. Okay. So it's definitely, I can tell it's definitely magic. Okay. Yes. It's just, it, it's just some magic runes. They just, they just, just put them into attackers. And none of these people that are sitting right in front of me, I notice at all. I don't recognize anything about them. Describe yourselves. Well. I mean, the kobold, yes. You know what he looks like. And right. The grunch. So, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm a human. I'm just a human. My name is Hans. Hans Bluber. <laughs> Oh, Hans Blue Balls. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm wearing full plate armor, so I'm I'm a paladin. And I was just trying to get some sleep. And you are? And I I don't point to the cobalt because it's I've already we've not made introductions, but I'm not interested. I'm I'm going to point to this little gentleman I think is from New York. 
so he's not super little. He's he's uh I well I I am my name's I'm Tony and uh he's he's a he's a gnome and I'm about five foot five and uh super good looking. <laughs> Got a bit of a temper, and uh yeah, that's my guy. So the the group of you head downstairs to uh, speak with Magnus. And as you walk, make your way down the stairs in the lobby, you see stockings that are filled with things with your name on it. For me? <laughs> yes, for you. Did we get are names? He actually recognizes his name. Hold on. I was going to say, did we get other names? Because I only got Tony and the Grunch. I don't got your it's, name, Gary. It's Stripe. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if I should go with Stripe, considering that's the character's name from Gremlins. So <laughs> should I change it? <laughs> no, I go with it. It can't hurt. <laughs> strip. 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 <laughs> strip. Not Stripe. Strip. <laughs> All right. I need everybody to give me a D6 roll. D6. Three. Three, so Stripe, when you reach in, you reach into your stocking. I need you to give me a uh, D4 roll. Now, four. And to answer your question, Gary, no, he doesn't actually read his name. He just grabs a random one. (laughs) Uh, Three. Okay. You pull out a scimitar it's it's called the thawing blade it's made of copper it's does 1d6 slashing damage uh it's very light it's nice to the touch uh it has a symbol of saint nicholas on it uh while holding the sword you have resistance to cold damage uh and in presence of elemental creatures it sheds bright light and when you draw this weapon you can melt any non-magical ice within 30 feet of you Wait, you said in the presence of what? It, elemental. In the presence of any elemental, it shines blue light. That should be fun. <laughs> yes. Bright light, bright light. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so what did the grunge get? Uh, a one. A one. You have a potion of healing. Sweet. And Hans? Oh, uh, five. A five. Give me a D4. Roll. A D4. Four. Uh, you have the chime of opening. Uh, it's a hollow metal tube. It measures a foot long, weighs one pound. You can strike it as a uh, an action, pointing at an object within 120 feet that uh, can be opened and uh, with either a door or a lock. Uh, it issues a tone, and the object opens unless the sound can't reach the object. How many uses do I get? It has 10 uses. Sweet. Tony, what do you have? I got a one. You also get a potion of healing. (laughs) What the (laughs) fuck? I got chip. (laughs) Oh, you got a rock. And a very jovial man comes over to you and says, Oh, I didn't know you guys were going to have stockings here. That's pretty cool. Do you guys know each other? 
I have no idea who any of these people are, but they gave me this pipe bell, I guess, and a sword that attacked me. I'm. This is two stars. This hotel, two stars. Oh, I don't know. We, we, we don't actually have things that attack you. I don't know about anything like that. I and slam the uh, <laughs> remaining hilt of the sword down on the table. Mike, this goddamn thing woke me up and then started stabbing me. Oh, that's not it, good. It called all of us ungrateful. What'd you do? <laughs> First of all, I did not come here to become victim blaming. <laughs> I just wanted peace for the winter solstice. It says Mark. Hmm. I wonder if that's old superstitious Mark. He lives on Nick's Peak. He's crazy. He doesn't believe in St. Nicholas. Oh. So you don't know who St. Nicholas is? Little Exxon man? I do know who St. Nicholas is. I believe in him. Oh, I was talking to the Exxon man over here. Stripe? Did you know St. Nicholas? No. Couldn't you be telling him who St. Nicholas is? St. Nicholas, is he, he, he brings kindness and gifts to all the people of the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know why you got your sword. <laughs> yeah. Mark, Mark's a crazy man. He wears, like, a deer on his head. It's really weird. <laughs> yeah. So... Last... Last time I saw him, he was definitely, you know, constantly babbling on about some Frojack stuff. Frojack. Is that like yogurt? Not that I know of. No, it was like frozen and jacked up. <laughs> uh, well, where where is this Mark? You said he's at the peak of Saints. What? He's at Nick's Peak. It's the mountain outside of town. So he... Okay. So let I'm going to return his swords to him, and maybe a little bit more. Would anyone okay. like to join me? Can I hit something? Oh, by all means, sir. Okay. Yeah, I got to give this guy a little piece of my mind. Yes. Anybody that deters my sleeps deserves <laughs> to get hit. <laughs> and then he just bops something upside the head because <laughs> we're deterring his sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, you can head on up to the mountain to, to to talk with him, but be careful. He's he's a crazy man. <laughs> yeah, that makes two of us. <laughs> is there is there a sled outside with a little dog in front of it, or multiple dogs? <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll so you begin your trek up the mountain and. <laughs> It's great. Onwards, upwards, you march towards the peak, the town at your backs and the cold on your cheek. Your torchlight flickers this cold, gusty night, with flurries of snow obscuring your sight. The path ahead is bordered by fence. You march along, following it thence. The deeper snow slowing your tread. Snowfall conceals your way ahead. The fence is gone. You're feeling lost. Ahead you see only frost. And you begin to make your way up upwards continuing up the mountainside until you arrive in the where the map is and you see the cabin just a cabin well the cabin is surrounded by snow and 
the cabin is built snugly against the mountainside. So the back of the cabin is actually right up against the mountain. So on three sides, it is full of snow. But on the left side, you notice that there is a huge layer of ice. Okay, but what if we were using cardinal directions? Uh, if we're using cardinal directions, on the south side uh, of the cabin, it's up against the mountain. On okay. the west side uh, is the sheet of ice. And the other two sides, the northern front side where you're approaching, uh, is filled with snow as well as the east side. So... No snow, ice. Yes. So is the ice so so high that we have to dig through it? It looks like the ice is a frozen layer over what appears to be a door to a cell. Okay, so ice has a door. From the piled up snow, can we see a window maybe? Or is everything covered? There is a window. You can okay. look in. So I can walk up the bank and reach the window. Yes. Okay. So I want to shoot the glass. So I'm going to shoot the glass. See what happens. Oh, we're just going to go straight in. Guns blazing, huh? Well, as I mean... You, as you approach the um, cabin... We're getting ready to shoot the glass. You notice that a something rises out of the snow. It is looks like a somewhat of an abominable snow person, a yeti maybe, or a snow elemental. Okay, but I'm gonna glass. My job. <laughs> Look at this fucking guy. And that, roll initiative. Does that make my sword glow? Yes, your sword definitely glows. Oh, dang. I'm at a nine. I got a 20. I'm at an eight. The Grunch got a five. Okay, so Hans will start. The Elemental goes second. And third will be Tony, followed by Keith, the Grunch. Okay, so Hans, this... Elemental has just popped up. What do you do? I look over at it and see that it is just, it's fucking with my timetable. So I'm going to smash this glass. I'm going through with my plan. I'm smashing the glass. Okay. It's a glass, but I'm doing it with my heavy mace this time. Uh, You're able to do it without a problem. Okay. Crash. And then I just the yell back, crash. forget him and come inside. Come in. And as you're standing there, the snow elemental breathes on you. He and can't you breathe. Give... I'm way up high. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm going to need you to give me a reflex save. Oh, okay. 23. Aha. Uh-huh. So I thought I was screwed. <laughs> You only take half damage. Get the damage. Uh, 
Uh, you take half, so you only get uh, five points of cold damage. Okay, so I take five points, and then since I can do this at will, I'm just going to detect evil. Is this monster evil? Yes. It has ill intent. It wants you dead. Cool. So, if it matches, this thing is evil. Uh, Tony, you're next. Let's see. So, I see the monster come up. I guess I'm going to go ahead and, uh, I mean, he told us it's evil, so. Like, hey, blue balls, get <laughs> out of here. So, I'm going to go over. Ooh, it's kind of far from me, huh? It, those are each, you know, five foot steps, so pretty far. Yeah, I can't even make it all the way over to where he's at. Do you have anything ranged? Mm, no. Let me see. He's not planning on any ranged attacks. No, I have club and my fists. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. Uh, grunch. Okay. So the grunch. <clears throat> is going to start doing like a fashion show like it, like he's in front of a mirror <laughs> and he's going to inspire courage so it's going to be plus one to saving throws for charmed or feared and you get a plus one attack on your attack and your damage rolls okay all the wild horses starts playing <laughs> <laughs> what so will it's- I wear <laughs> <laughs> it's plus one to attack and what uh, attack and damage Okay. Strike, what are you doing? Well, my new sword started glowing really bright in the presence of this elemental, and I have light sensitivity. So I will drop the sword, Ah! yelling, Bright light, bright light, bright light! And dive into the snow. Okay. Are you even going to Bugs Bunny it towards him, or you just hide? Uh, we'll see. <laughs> okay. Back to you, Hans. What are you doing? Um, I, I want to go in, but I'm not going to go in because he just dropped his sword. And it's a valuable sword because it helps against um, elementals. Cold elementals. We all got that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm just going to walk up, sigh, and pick up his sword so that I can use it if he's not going to use it. Okay. The snow elemental is going to make its way over to Miles, or Tony, excuse me, and he's going to use his claws on him. But I'm sure a six misses. Ooh, thank God. So, Tony, what do you do? I mean, this guy tried to try to try to flex on Tony, so uh, yeah, he's gonna get it. Uh, he's going to go with uh, a little bit of a what is it? Hmm. Ooh, I gotta play John for a second here because uh, this one mm-hmm. guy. Do I want to go with? Uh, Flurry of blows or stunning fist. And remember, get your bonus from me on Ooh, yes. all of those too. 
All right, I think I'm going to go with Flurry of Blows. This is a four-round okay. action. I gain extra attacks with my unarmed strike. So how many attacks do I get? Two, right? Should yes. be two at this level, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so my first one is a 24. Definitely a hit. For five points of damage. Okay. And my second one is a 21. Again, a hit. For six points of damage. Okay, you've done quite a lot of damage, but the elemental is still standing. Grunch, right. what are you doing? Okay, so the Grunch is going to stop his uh, fashion show, uh, but he does have a lingering performance, so we still get uh, the bonus for two more rounds. Okay, so he will pull out his light crossbow and shoot at the Abominable Snowman. Okay. For 17. That is a hit. Okay. For six points of damage. You have killed this snow elemental. Okay. God, I, have a, I have to do everything around here. <laughs> hey, look at this guy. Nice <laughs> shot. <laughs> Thank you. Now let's go talk to Mark. Well, before we do that, I'm going to talk to the Exxon man. Um... Which is what I call Gary's character, Exxon Man. And ask, would you like me to take the light sword and you can have my noisy little door opener? And he slowly peeks his head out of the, the snow. And just kind of shakes his head. Okay, here you go. Use it wisely, you can only use it ten times per day. What is it? So... What you do is you hit it, like, on the ground, and it makes a noise, and it opens locked doors. It doesn't glow, does it? No. But so. this is... T'was the night before Nickmas, where ahead was a house. Maybe Mark's cabin setting, with snow as its blouse. A light in the window, below our porch, and stair. Could be that old Mark made his residence there. The other windows were icy, no light was shed, while the doors on the porch filled your heart with dread. Lantern in your hand and the weapon in your strap, you see on the side a cellar door with an icy wrap. The frost in the air makes your teeth start to chatter, and the fear in your heart makes it go pitter-patter. The house is before you. What do you do? So I think he said that that sword could melt ice, right? I don't remember the stats on the sword because it was I believe mine. so. He said that you could melt uh, ice, so we could use yes, that to get into the cellar door. You yes. could. So, could you real quick repeat the stats of it? I said melt ice, good against elementals, and what kind of sword was it? Uh, the th- it was a it's, a, it's called the th- yeah, it's a scimitar. It's a th- called the thawing blade. Um, while you hold the sword, you have resistance to cold damage. In the presence of elemental creatures, the blade sheds bright light. Uh, when you draw the weapon, you can melt any non-magical ice within 30 feet of you. Okay. So that's what I do. I put it in its little sheath. I walk up to an ice, the ice cellar door and draw the blade. And before you, the ice begins to melt and fall away. And the cellar door is there, locked. 
Oh, he's so dramatic. He had a sheath it, and then you go up to it and unsheath it. Well, it's because it said when you draw the blade. And then I lean over and talk to the Exxon man. I say, Exxon man, use the chime. Now, beat my head with the, the thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you make it a chime, and the lock, it twists and turns, and the door it opens. Let's go inside. Okay. So, uh, you'll come into here from the, um, what is, where this is facing from the south side into the room where the hearth, where the fire is, fireplace is. And you see a fire roaring in the, in the fireplace. Uh, there's a set of fire pokers uh, sitting on a stand next to it. Uh, there's a chair sitting there facing the fireplace and a rug in between the two. There's a set of drawers and a large table that appears to be a, a workstation. There's a large amount of clutter sitting atop uh, the desks and the drawers that are here. Uh, it contains a full set of wood carver's tools strewn about about it with wood chippings there's wooden figurines there's wooden toys and you see variations of the swords that you fought earlier on the table as well Did there, was there a magical bonus to the scimitar it was not a magical one it was just a just a scimitar I'd, how do you spell scimitar? S-C-I-M-I-T-A-R. My scimitar has our first name. <laughs> H-O-M-E-R. <laughs> you also see a pair of boots sitting beside the chair. Also, where it am I? It looks like we're in the right place. Am I on the map? Is somebody you on top of me? yourself onto the map. I don't know where you're at. I'm way over here. Ah, oh, there you are. Okay. Boots by the fire. Yeah. I start trying to break the swords that are on the table. <laughs> are are they ruined up? Uh they they look like they have the beginnings of runes on them, but they're not complete. Some of the runes are just totally wrong. So these are the practice swords? Could be. Look, look at a look at a go. He's breaking it. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, look at this little guy!" <laughs> and he easily breaks the sword. There's no problem doing that. Stripe smash. Hey, do another. <laughs> I take one and I throw it in the fire. Well, this is all well and good. I think we should try and find Mark. We should try and find the bad man who sent the sword. <laughs> and then. So do we notice just... anything else like weird about the boots? Like, are they anything noticeable about them? Are they boots with the fur? <laughs> <laughs> they are boots with fur. They are somewhat wet, so they were apparently used recently. Ooh, okay. Do they like look like boots that Santa Claus would wear? No. They so actually look too, way too small. For uh, an, a, a, a person's foot. 
A man's a foot. A person's foot. A man's foot. Just way too small. A lady's foot? Maybe a child. A gnome. Troublesome gnome. <laughs> Either way, let's go find this little fucker. Give me a perception <laughs> roll. All right. Nine. You nine. will give him the perception roll. 27. <laughs> I said nine. 21. Much better perception roll. 22. You, you notice some puddles of water leading from the boots to the door on the north side of the room you're in. Or, well, to the wall on the north side of the room. It is not a door. To the window. <laughs> to the wall. <laughs> uh, so to the, okay, okay. So like, hey, it looks like uh, maybe he hopped out of his boots and went that way. Look at this water. Fucking water. slob. Water. Water. We, we go that way? We go yeah, let's go way. this way. So we'll head over there. You said north, right? Like this way? Uh, you can't go through that, that, that. There is no door there. Are these not the door stairs is right this here? gray thing, right? That gray thing is a wall. Oh, well then. With, then what are the blue things? The blue, blue things, things are also walls. walls. So what are these brown things? That's the floor. <laughs> That's not stairs? Yeah, but they're uh, behind the wall. Yeah, but they're behind the wall. Wait, if this is a wall, and this is a wall, and this is oh, a floor. Oh, I see. The, the, the footprints disappear at the wall. Yes. Okay, so okay. So it uh, looks like uh, they end right here, so... Let's, uh, maybe we can, we can open up this wall or something. Is it another perception check to see if it's one of those hide, hide a walls? Can, can we just get Stripe to just bust the wall? You can try. <laughs> <laughs> just run at it like Kool-Aid man. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you want to do that? Hey, hey little man. Try it. You want to take, <laughs> you want to take this wall out? <laughs> so clear me a space and I'll, I'll do a charge. Oh, that means move. Hold on. I'm in the way. <laughs> All right. That's 10 feet. So I'll do a charge, charge attack, and just throw myself at this wall. Okay. Natural one. <laughs> no. You slam against the wall and it hurts. You take. You just wily coyote against this wall. <laughs> you take four points of bludgeoning damage to yourself. Slowly fall to the ground, <laughs> and then he just starts chuckling. <laughs> All right, so Hans is gonna go over there and he's gonna hit it with a mace heavy mace versus door. Uh, 18. You swing the mace, and just before the mace should hit the door, you feel it hits something else, and it's stopped dead. Oh great! It's a magical door. Can I can I cast detect magic on it to see what exactly it is right there? Yes. So this this does seem like a job for Stripe with his little charm chime. His charm chime. So you cast detect magic. Yeah. the The door is warded. Or what should be the door is warded. That wall is warded. Okay. 
there's a ward on this door. Tony, you notice by the table that you're standing by, there is a small book on in the chair by the chair on the table. It looks like a journal. Yeah, I'm going to pick it up and, and leaf through it. This journal is handwritten. It's got entries for the past two years. The last entry says, The visions were not wrong. I had thought that my hike up the mountain would be fruitless, but it seems the signs were true. I found Frojack's totem. With this, I will begin his work by wiping out the non-believers that I once gave gifts of merriment to. This Nicmas, when the sun rises, it will rise up on blood-stained snow. Hey guys, I found this guy's found this wackadoo's diary. It's, it's real crazy stuff in here about uh blood snow and I think uh yeah, I think this is gonna be bigger than those swords. Well, it's not gonna do us any good if we can't get through any of these walls. Let me see. Wall, wall, see if it has anything about a wall in here. Y'all give what me we a perception do? check. Give me a perception check. The Grunge got a 15. Mm. 19 for Stripe. Uh, 25. Four. Tony, while you were putting the journal back on the table, you notice there is a small slot on the fireplace that is open and out of place. It's to the side of the opening of the fireplace, and it's just a small slot. And it looks like the book goes in? What does it look like? Something goes in there? It looks like something goes in there. Not big enough to be a book, though. Okay, okay. Something smaller. Like, hey, look at this. We got a little, uh, something, some little, some little slot here. Looks like something. I don't know if this has anything to do with the wall, but, uh. Put your hand in Check this out. Put your hand in it. Like Dune. (laughs) Here's the mind killer. <laughs> and the fire is the toe killer. No. <laughs> so it looks like there's anything in this room that fits in that spot. Yeah, I was say, can I stick one of the swords in there or something? Something small enough like a sword or a poker, a fire poker would work. Oh. All right, well, I'm going to take one of the fire pokers and uh, poke it on in there. When you do, Stripe notices that the ward on the do- on the wall stops, and the wall moved. Wall move. <laughs> so we go right. Let's go. Hans is going to take the lead. Oh, Hans shouldn't have taken the lead. <laughs> Inside of this room. You see a stacks of wood, a a branchless tree slash altar. Uh, there's a desk and a chair with paper, ink, and a quill. And there's a, a a person, or what looks like a person, sitting there reading, uh, writing. He's got antlers on his head. Oh, it's this guy. He so, looks okay. up. At you, and he stands up, and you notice that his legs are hooves, and he says, so like, 
You have come to learn about Frojack. I'm here to teach you. Okay. <laughs> so is the is the branchless tree? Can I tell what metal it's if it's made of metal or not? It's made of wood. Okay, so this isn't Festivus. Yes. I take one step forward to well let more people into the room and say, "What can you teach me about this? About Frojack?" Also, I detect uh, evil. Yes, evil. You detect evil on the branchless tree sitting on the desk, and but not- the and the man as well. Okay. Is and is this like a satyr or is it just a dude that is? He just is wearing in a the process. He's in the process of becoming a satyr. Okay. So can you play the pan flute? Yes, and I can do much, much more. Will you join me in making Frojack the leader he should be in taking over this this world? So who is Frojack exactly? Frojack lives. Frojack wants to make ice and snow everywhere. Okay, he's an elemental? Elementals are so basic. This is so much more than that. Hey, bro, I gotta say, I ain't a fan of the snow. I'll be honest. (laughs) What, uh... (laughs) Just got one question for you. You know anything about these flying swords? Those are gifts for all the people who are mean and and so ungrateful. And you notice that there's a sheen of ice appearing over Mark's body. So these Wait, things Mark's all over bot. town? Hold on. Wait. Okay, no, this is Mark. This is yes. Mark. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really think you would have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? <laughs> you okay. to the coast. You'll have a few laughs. We'll have a few laughs. <laughs> so, so, dude, is icing up? Yes. Is uh is the sword glowing? That's what I was going to check. The sword is not glowing. Okay. But he is icing up. And yes. the, okay. Cuz you need the glow. You got the glow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So I'm I'm going to draw the s- sword slowly and stealthily. Can I do that? As you reach for your sword. Like, I have a shield, too, so I could just put the shield up where the sword is and just, like, would, would, would that be, like, a stealth check? or? You could try stealth to see if you can stealthily, there, raise, stealthily remove your sword. No, I can't because I don't have that skill. Oh, wait, no. Yes, I, I do. I do. It's just a negative five. Ah, give it a shot. It might work. So not stealthy at all. <laughs> I mean, it's paladin with full plate. Not say that full armor will do that to you. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you know what? I'm not gonna pull 
pull out my sword in the middle of this room right now. I'm just going to try. I mean, we got to keep them talking. I think. And I'm out of things to talk about right now. Tony, talking you got of, anything? Talking <laughs> is not striped strong suit. <laughs> like, hey, so uh, tell me a little bit more about this. Why these uh, these swords? How many of them do you think you got going? I have enough. They're easy to make now that I know the actual right combination. It was it was a learning experience, but now we have it. We know. We know. Oh, that's so pretty good. Real, yeah, it was a real I before E, except I have to see with the runes. <laughs> <laughs> totally. What? <laughs> it's a reading joke. You wouldn't get it. Oh. <laughs> I love you. I love your try. <laughs> so, will you join me in destroying have... all this world? Oh, in destroying all the world. Well, about that. I live in it and I don't want it destroyed. So, that's a hard pass for me. Renishtiv, please. <laughs> but can we destroy some of it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. We can destroy this part. Okay. <laughs> oh, I've been looking. I was looking for my dice. I forgot I was rolling in the, the sheet. 18. 19. Tony got an 18. 17. Hans got a 19. The Grunch also got a 19. Ooh, I have has plus one initiative. I have plus two. Grunch goes first. What did Stripe get? 17. Okay. All right. So, the Grunch gets to go first. Okay. So, the Grunch instantly just starts breakdancing. And um, <laughs> he's going to, again, uh, inspire courage to give everybody plus one on fear and charm and plus one on your attacks and your damage. What are you doing? It's a distraction. It works. It works. <laughs> All right. Hans, what are you doing? I am, as a swift action, I'm going to go ahead and... Can I do this as a swift action? Swift, swift on self. Channel positive energy. I'm going to lay on hands on myself in the middle of combat. But it doesn't have okay. a dice, so I don't know what that, how that would work. What does it say? Okay, by second level. Oh, it's one d six hit points of damage. So, let's see what one d six of damage. Uh, one d six does. Roll it in. Yeah. So I'm gonna heal myself for four real quick, and then. I'm going to go ahead and attack after I do that. Because uh, I didn't know how to add a uh, weapon in uh, this hero lab. I added it over here. And with that... Oh, gross. An 8 to attack? Mmm, that is not a good attack. Nothing happens. Okay, but... This is the the scimitar, 
So, do I break his ice? Uh, no, this is magic. I thought it was magic ice I can break. No, you can no, break any ice that is non-magical. Non-magic ice, got it. So, Tony. Alright, Tony's gonna five foot step up to this guy. And, uh, let's see. He's going to try to deliver a stunning fist. Okay. So I roll just a regular unarmed strike, basically. And then, if it hits, then you have to beat the DC, right? Yeah. Okay. So, we're going to roll, and we get a... 24. That is a successful hit. Ooh, all right. DC but, 14. Hold on. Before, As you do that, when you strike him, you are suddenly hit with cold damage. You take four points of cold damage. And what the hell? This guy's colder than a witch's ditty. <laughs> Okay, so, and your damage is, uh, and I have to do a fortitude save? Yes. And the damage I rolled was six, by the way. Okay. Uh, DC 14 is the... Let me see what he does. Fortitude is... Okay. Uh, Jack rolled a 14 for fortitude save. What was the target? 14. Okay, so he saves. Uh, You notice that the ice sheen that had developed around him crumbles to the ground. Not so icy. Yeah. Knock the ice right off of this bastard. Okay. Stripe, what do you do? Uh, Stripe is going to run up to this space to his west. He would technically provoke by doing that if he has a melee weapon. He does. He has an axe in his hand. He does provoke as he gets there, so feel free to run that. Roll that. Uh, he rolls a 21. 21 hits. For four points of slashing damage. Okay. As he is running, as a free action, he is going to rage. And then he is going to swing his great axe. Remember the bonuses. Mm-hmm. I've got them all added in here. That is a 26 to hit. Uh, definitely a hit. For 15 points of slashing damage. Ouch. You do some and damage. Because he is raging, his rage power is animal fury, so he gains a bite attack while he's raging. Ooh. He's going so, to need to use it. <laughs> he's going to bite him, too. And that is a 23 to hit. Definitely a hit. Dang. For another 12 points of bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage. Okay. 
He's taking the damage. And an ice sheen grows over his body. And he then slams his horns into stripe. Uh, that's a crit hit. 26. Bro, confirm. <laughs> it probably does not because he rolled a 12. That does not. So the damage is nine points of piercing damage. Okay. He then does a hand axe attack to strike. Again with a critical hit. That's a 27. Good lord. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus' birthday. What's going on? This guy hates kobolds. Apparently. Uh, Unfortunately for this kobold, I think he got a crit on his second, which is a 23 on his next attack. Yep, that's a critical. So, uh, what type of weapon? Weapon. This is a hand axe, so it's uh, slashing. Slashing. Good lord. Okay, it's not so bad. Triple damage, but all damage is non-lethal. Oh. Okay. Uh... The damage is a six, so it's 18. Okay, I'm back. So, is Stripe still alive? Yes. Okay, cool. That is Mark's turn. However, now we get to some fun stuff. He suddenly, he points his finger at Hans and there is four five foot blocks of ice surround Hans. Where? We're in a tight fit. Yes, it's on either side of you. You're in, you're in, a, you're in a, 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 a five foot ice cell. I'm in a prison, and it's magical ice. Yes. Grunch, what do you do? Well, the Grunch will stop um, dancing, but we get the we still get the uh, extra two rounds. And as a swift action, he's gonna cast Arcane Strike, which gives him plus one damage, and makes his uh, light crossbow magical to reduce uh, damage reduction or to a bypass damage reduction. And he will take out his crossbow and try to shoot Mark. Okay. 22. It's a hit. Okay. For five points of damage. Magical damage. Your arrow hits Mark and you notice the ice sheen collapses and falls to the ground with the uh, bolt. Get him while his ice is down. Hans, what do you do? The only thing I can do is attack the cell. But as my move action, I'm going to draw my my mace because it's heavier. It's got that heft to it. And attack my cell. Okay. 
Does 12 do anything to it? It's ice, so it doesn't have a high IC? It's unfortunately thick ice. It does have a high IC. You need to drill just a little higher in order to, to do damage. But you're getting there. Did I chip any of it off? You did a chip. You did chip some, yes. Okay. Well, I mean that's all I can do. I'm I'm stuck behind this wall of ice, uh, and okay. I only have one attack, so that's all I can do. Tony, what do you? It's do? only five foot tall. You could probably climb out of it, couldn't you? No, I'm in plate armor. You know what my climb bonus heights. is? <laughs> <laughs> I got a negative three climb bonus. I mean, you could see over it. It just let's just just you know wave my mace over the top hoping to hit. He, he might fall there. off the ice and yeah. you know fall into Nakatomi Plaza. <laughs> <laughs> so what does what does Tony do? Tony felt like he got a pretty good lick on this guy last time, so he wants to try the uh, the uh, stunning fist again. Okay. So he's gonna... 23. That is a hit. Alright. For 5 points of damage and DC 14. Ooh, I think you got him. Dead dead? No, not dead. Oh. Just stun stun. Uh, you have stunned him. He only got an 11. Does ice take he concentration? Yes, it does, actually. Well, Sweet. actually, no, this ice doesn't. That's lair ice. Boo. So he's stunned for one round. He's stunned so for one round. he drops anything he's holding, and he can't take any actions, and he loses all dexterity bonuses, and minus two penalty to AC. Okay. And did you do your plus one to your attack? Or your, your damage? Oh, my damage? No, I didn't. So we'll add one more to his damage. He's still standing, though. Strike, what do you do? Going for the old great axe and bite while I'm still raging. Go, raging Cajun. Hmm. It's a 19 to hit. That is a hit. For 17 points of damage. And then the bite you don't need to do because that takes Mark down to the ground. He falls to a clump into the ground. And as he does, you notice that his legs return to normal human form. Doesn't mean I don't still bite him. <laughs> <laughs> this little guy's a maniac. I love it. And the ice around Hans melts away. And so uh, Tony's going to kick him while he's down. Hans, he's like fucking jabroni. <laughs> <laughs> you can now take the Frojack. The totem. So, okay, so we got the Frojack totem. Who wants it? Ooh, me, 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 me. <laughs> okay. There you go. What is this? <laughs> Stripes, just, it calls to you. It wants you. You're, you're my friend. I will make you great. You will. Uh, and 
I'm going to pick that up from him and say... <laughs> Hans, you are my friend. I will make you great. This is the best thing that has ever happened between us. I'm just going to hold it. It's... Um... <laughs> I don't. I don't think that. Uh, you a love totem this piece of wood. That, uh, <laughs> yes, no. A totem that can that can manipulate your mind. I don't think that the barbarian should have. <laughs> Why? <laughs> should we destroy it? It'll try and make you eat your vegetables. <laughs> what vegetables? <laughs> exactly. Ugh. <laughs> I don't know what kobolds don't like to eat. I mean, they're lizard people, so they eat lizard I foods. said vegetables like you were a toddler. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have managed to save the world by taking uh, the totem, uh, by getting rid of Mark and taking the totem. The totem does have some interesting abilities. It has several charges that can be used to cast spells such as ice knife, snowball storm, uh, sleet storm, and what else? But it also calls to you. It wants you. It wants to corrupt you. And it wants to change you into a satyr. So I... No thanks, well, I like toes. Do well. I mean, satyrs are after goats, right? So you'll have at least two toes. <laughs> I'm going to walk over to the fireplace and bloop. No! <laughs> it yells as it's going and burning away. All right, I didn't have to make any any saves, right? It didn't no. try and eat my brain, have- right? You have not attuned to it yet. The longer you hold it, the more it it becomes irresistible to you. Okay. Well, now that that is done. Oh, Mr. Frodo. (laughs) (laughs) Who wants to go back to the inn and put this whole night behind them? Can I burn this place down? (laughs) Maybe. Well, you know what? Let's take a look around real quick. I think there's a conference room next door. (laughs) <laughs> is there anything in this building that we'll find interesting there's several items that you can find that can be sold for money uh, you can gain uh, gold that way but other than the totem itself there is nothing else that of magic that you can find yeah so we were just here to stop Nick basically or yes yeah, or Mark. Excuse yeah, Mark. me. Yeah. Yes. And Are there Saint any Nicholas is quite heavy. <laughs> mm-hmm. No. But we don't have to save Saint. He's not like tied up in the basement, right? No. Okay. So we will get back to our hotel. We will sleep. We will part ways and we will never speak of this again. <laughs> this is what I get for coming out of my cave. Well, now you can go to sleep. Go to sleep. Finally. Right in the man. Peace and quiet. I find Mogwai. <laughs> oh, you're going to go after Gizmo now? Yes. Gizmo Kaka? Do whatever. You... This one crazy Mama Luke. 
<laughs> Mamaluk. <laughs> yes, twas the night before uh, Nickmas and listeners, we wish you a happy holiday. Yeah, happy, happy holidays. holidays. Happy holidays, everyone. Yeah. Oh, I fell down. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha